0: Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching Designed to challenge you to discover your blessings In a world-fulfilled life From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabar Awuni From the International Central Gospel Church Paradise Temple And now, today's sermon We bless you We give you glory Speak to us Minister to us Talk to us Come to us. We take control of the atmosphere. Every power, every spirit is under our seat. We come against you, Satan. We rebuke your works and your activities. We render you powerless. Say, this year you have no power, you have no chance in our life. We will say no to you. Because the spirit of God shall be our portion. The Spirit of God shall lead us. The Spirit of God shall preserve us. And the Spirit of God shall go with us. We thank you even as we hear and receive from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Having done everything we've done throughout the the year, from 1st of January up to Last week, we've had a revival time. We've been praying. We've been trusting God. We've received several uh, messages, several sermons, several guidelines, several prophetic declarations. We received all this all is in anticipation that this year, God is going to be good to us. And I want to uh, tell you that God will really be good to you. Amen. That God will not disappoint you. God will answer to you. God will visit you. And God will attend to you. Whatever we have prayed, we have believed, we have trust God, he is in the business of doing it. But one thing we must also remember, that Satan is also around. Amen. Much as we have prayed, much as we have fasted, and everything we have done, let us not uh, forget the fact that Satan is not asleep. He is well awake. And the more ready and aggressive we are for God, the more ready and aggressive Satan also have for us. So, today, we want to look at um, um, a sermon to be aware and also to um, guide ourselves against the devil when he shows up. So, we are looking at a subject or give Satan no place. If you have a, somebody who you like beside you, just look at the person and tell the person this year, say no to Satan. Tell the person, I said you say no to Satan. Don't give him a place because it's absolutely no-go area. Amen. So, we must learn to say no to Satan. He will come, but you will tell him no. Let's read Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 and 3. I hope all of you know that scripture. Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command these stones to be bread for you to eat. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. The Bible said that after Jesus has fasted for 40 days and nights, Immediately after the fasting, the Holy Spirit came and led him. After the fasting, he was not led by any human being. He was not led by any connection man. He was not led by any other person. But he was led by what? the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit led him to the wilderness. And to the wilderness, a tempter came. And then the tempter began to offer him options. The tempter saw that he was hungry. And the tempter offered him the opportunity to eat, to get food to eat. Hallelujah. After we have had our activities waiting upon God, we did it with a need. I hope you know that. I don't think anybody of us who fasted, Within um, um, the period. You just did it because you love to do it. We all did it because we had a need. And the devil. Also know the need. That we dearly. Need. And will find a way. To lead us. To make sure that. We got it. In the wrong way. But nevertheless. God. Will also allow the Holy Spirit to come to lead us. Amen. The Holy Spirit will definitely lead you this year. But as to how the Holy Ghost is going to lead you. That is where we have to be very, very careful. Because the Bible said that the Holy Spirit came and led him. And if the Holy Spirit is leading anybody, I believe that the Holy Spirit must lead the person to blessing. Am I right? How many of you will ever think that the Holy Spirit will lead a person into problems? The Holy Spirit will lead a person into trouble. The Holy Spirit will lead a person into chaos. Into temptation. Into the wilderness. The Holy Spirit will lead a person to where Satan is. But listen, the leading of the Holy Spirit of Jesus was not necessarily into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. No, it was a way Jesus must go through. Hallelujah. He was going somewhere. And where he was going, necessity was such that he has to go through where he has to go. Amen. The Holy Spirit will lead us, and some of the roots some of the places where it will lead us to get what we need and what we must get, Satan must be on the way. Wilderness must be there. The tempter must be there. But we have to learn to say no when the tempter or Satan comes. Hallelujah. So, as we carry on, I want us to know that Satan will come. The devil will definitely come on your way. And who are the people the devil will come on their way? We first want to look, understand that. He would definitely come. He came to Jesus. And if he came to Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, we are not better off than Jesus. So if he came to Jesus, he would definitely come to you. He will come to me. I mean come to you. He will come to me. He will come to your direction. He will come to my direction. He will seek me. He will seek for you. But as to however he comes, we must learn to say what? No to him. So, who are the people Satan is going to come to? Or Satan will have interested in? Number one, Satan will come with compromising options to get what you need. Satan will come with options to get what you need. And it will be such a way that you have to compromise your faith. Your stand. Your belief. Because of what you need. Amen. Matthew chapter 4 verse 3, we just read it. Let's see. Let's read it and see how it came. Matthew 4 and verse 3. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Verse 2, up four two. And when he had fasted forty days and night, he was, afterwards what? Hungry. was coming, he knew what Jesus needed seriously after the fasting and prayer. He knows. The devil knows what we need that led us to fast and pray for this year. He knows. Amen. And he showed up to Jesus Christ with an option that he can get whatever he need. So easy, so fast, so quick. Only if he will compromise. And the way the devil presented it, if Jesus was to hearken to it or compromise to it, he wouldn't even know. Because he said, if you are the son of God, commanded this stone, it means he know that Jesus is the son of God. He's able to command. He will come with an option that will lead you to compromise for what you need. And what will happen is, what you need will come to you in a way that when you are going for it, you wouldn't even know that you are against the word of God or you are are acting against the word of God. Hallelujah. It shall be within your reach. It shall be within your strength. It shall be within your ability. It shall be within your capacity. So when you are going for it, wouldn't see that what you are doing is wrong or what you are going for is wrong. If you be the son of God, command these stones to become bread for you yourself to eat, not for me. Hallelujah. The option is if it works, it's for you. Hallelujah. I was talking to a young man who at the beginning of the year an option has been presented to him then he came to me and said pastor this is an option big breakthrough grace I said what is it he said pastor you know something I have the opportunity to change my job and make 7,500 Ghana cities a month I said wow I was taking 1800 at my old place. Now I have an option. I'm going to get 7500 cities a month. I said it sounds good. It sounds great. But what are the conditions? So the condition is I will be going to work on Sundays. I'll go to work on Sundays I'll go to work Saturday. That is Monday to Sunday. I'll go to work every day. And I said, what about church? So, pastor, but you know, these days there are churches who do church in the evenings. So, I can go to work all the same and then when I close, I go to church in the evenings. I say, but where, does your church do church in the evenings? So, no, 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 no. As for my church, I'll pay my tithe, I'll do everything. But because I have to fellowship every Sunday, so every Sunday, I will go. I was like, it sounds good. It sounds a very nice option. Very good. But I think you are on the edge of great harm to your salvation. Oh, pastor. No, 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 no. Pastor, ah. Me, no, 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 no. I said, okay. Try to convince him. He said, no. Then I said, boy, I, I opened this scripture. Then we read, and I said, you know something? I think the devil is being smart. I think the devil is providing your need with a compromising option. But you are not discovering that it's the devil. So, boy, I think you better be careful. He said, oh, man of God, man of God, you know? Man of God, when people have made their mind, you know how to say man of God? I say, oh, well, I left him. He started a job, I think within the second week or so of January. He started first, the first, the second Sunday of January, he couldn't go to church. He left office like 10, 30 p.m. He couldn't go to church. Monday, he said, pastor, I couldn't go to church. He said, I left office like 11 p.m. So what is it? He said, "Pastor, there's a problem." I said, "What's the problem?" He said, "He left work 11 p.m. and while he was going home, he was attacked by and, and, and some boys. Just rushed him on his car. Just as he stepped out of the office and was going to his car, some boys just bounced on him, and they carried his laptop and every sensitive information? serious issues about uh, work or whatever. is on the machine. They carry it away. And his, boy, his boss has given him 48 hours to produce the information because else the police will arrest him. Because he believe that it's a plantain. He just want to sell it or he want to hand it over to their competitors. And he was crying. Say I don't know what to do. I, I don't know from, 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 from Monday. He say, Pastor, I can't go out. I am stuck. I say, pray. He said, how am I going to pray? He say, as i now, Monday morning, I have, they pick me to the police to go and do undertaking. He has gone to the FM stations. They have announced it and whatever. Who is going to bring it? And he doesn't know who are those people. Why should they come for the laptop? What was they looking for? And according to him, their work is very competitive. This and their, 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 their other their other company, it's a very competitive job that they are in, that every information that the, the competitors have, they can use it against, or they can get a contract or a project somewhere, a very big time project. Then, the need but it came with what a compromising option I pray that this year when the devil comes with every compromising option for you to get what you need you will see it you will discover it and you will learn to say no to him listen it is not everything that we need that if we don't get we will die hallelujah Sometimes, when we worship materialism greater than God, that is when this compromising come in. When you begin to esteem that your life is about the material things you acquire, the material gains you get, the material satisfaction, when that thing begins to enter you, I'm telling you, you will compromise. Hallelujah. You will compromise. And regret but I'm asking the most high God that nobody in this house that this year shall compromise your faith no matter how the devil is going to come in no matter how he's going to orchestrate it no matter how he's going to work it when he comes you will learn you will discover it and you say no Satan I am not going to compromise my faith I am not going to do this and listen to how Joseph handled the issue hallelujah you can easily compromise You see, sometimes we read the story, you know, that is how I have every respect for the boy called Joseph. Because I put myself in his shoes. But you know the boy said, I cannot do this thing against God and against my life. The devil presented it. The devil came with it. It will change your life. You need it. Your destiny is going to be transformed. But the boy said, "No." I better suffer a prison than enjoy a one time pleasure. Hallelujah. When the devil presents the learn to say what? No. Don't follow the beauty of that material moment. Don't follow the package of that material moment. Don't follow what you are going to gain at that material moment. And sell the destiny that is going to be greater in the years to come. Sell the destiny that is going to be credible in the years to come. Sell the destiny that is going to sell across the globe, across the world in the years to come. When Jesus said no to Satan, ladies and gentlemen, rise on that same week, that same month, that same days. He stepped from there, still hungry, enter into Cana. He changed water into wine. Is it not the same as changing stone into bread? Listen, what the devil will present to you to do to get, if you give yourself a little patience, God will empower you. You will change another location and that thing will be in your hands. As easy, so easy, so simple, without you struggling. If you learn to say no. Hallelujah. The same thing. You will get it But this time, you are not going to compromise your faith. You are not going to compromise your stand. You are not going to give the devil credit. Hallelujah. Number two, Satan will come to those who have decided to live by the word of God. Hallelujah. Some of us, we've decided that this year, we are going to live. By the word of God. And Satan. Will come. He will come. I know as we pray. Some of us have decided. This year I'm going to walk by the word of God. I'm going to live by the word of God. I'm going to obey God. I'm going to do this. He will come. Amen. He will have interest in you. He will have a desire in you. He will want to have a place in your life. He will want to mess that desire up. He will want to take that word of God out of you. You know the reason why? Because the word of God you have decided to obey is the foundation of your life you have decided to build on. Amen. The word of God you decided to obey becomes the foundation on which you are building your life on and the devil doesn't like it, he will want to destroy the foundations. He will want to break the foundations. He will want to destroy that foundation. That's where that will stand. If he's able to mess it up, you have no foundation. And if you have no foundation, where will the righteous stand? Psalm 119 verse 11. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you a foundation. David said, I have decided to live by your word and as long as I live by your word sin has no power over me. Sin cannot conquer me. Sin cannot destroy me. Sin cannot move me. And dear ones, I want you also to pledge by your faith that I have decided to hide your word in my heart that I may not act against you, rebel against you, I may not disobey you, I may not do contrary against you, I may not compromise against you, I may not do anything, God, that you don't like because I have decided to walk by your word. Hallelujah. Then, look at what Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 30. Jesus said, I will no longer talk with you for the prince of this world is coming and he has nothing in me. When you read, I think the American standard or something said that Satan is coming. He has nothing in me. Jesus said, you know something? Satan is coming, but he has nothing in me. David said, "Your word is in my heart, so that I will not sin against you." That means if the word of God was not in the heart, it is likely to God to walk in sin. And when the devil comes, he will pick him. Jesus said, "Satan is coming." But he has nothing in me. That means sin was not in him. So there's no way the devil can what? Overcome him. Because he wouldn't find anything in him. Hallelujah. He's standing strong by the word of God. And dear ones, Satan is going to come. As long as you have decided to walk and to stay by the word of God, he will come. Because he's interested in that word. You know what Satan told Jesus? He said, "You know something. You are the You are the Son of God. Turn it, which is the Word of God." And he knows that Jesus knows that he is the Son of God, and he's living as a Son of God, working as a Son of God. That was his foundation. And the devil was interested. In that foundation, he said that if you can act against it, you know what Jesus said, He said that it is also written. The devil wants to shift him. Jesus said so that no, I will never be moved. I want you to make a determination that the word of God that you are believer it is going to work for you, it's going to function for you, it's going to lead you, it's going to guide you, it's going to bring you the miracles. But the devil will do everything. so stand upon that word, Satan will come he will come to those hallelujah he will come to those who want to live by the word of God he will come amen, and he will make everything possible for you to rebel against the word, but stand and say no, amen don't let the foundation be destroyed. Don't let the foundation be moved. Because if the foundation should move, the Bible said where will the righteous stand? Number three, Satan will attack the house of those who have estimated him powerful than God. One thing I want you to know is that you see, Don't overestimate the power of God and Satan against that of God. Some of you, you fear Satan than God. Some of you. You know how to know whether you fear Satan more than God? Between Satan and God, who do you talk a lot? There are some of us, all we talk about is Satan. Satan and the devil. I speak more about God. Because ladies and gentlemen God has purchased me from darkness. He has taken me from the power of darkness from the hands of Satan and has brought me into his marvelous light into his kingdom. He's the one ruling over me. Hallelujah. He's the one who has control over my life. The Bible said that for he himself bear witness with our spirits so you know he knows us. He knows our infirmities, he knows our weaknesses, he knows our shortcomings, he knows our fallings. That is the reason why we must get closer unto him. Some of us we talk, your head is aching. Hey, is it the devil? You are hungry. Hey, is it the devil? Everything is the devil. The Bible said that, and the Holy Spirit led Jesus onto the wilderness. Was it the devil who led him? And then also, after fasting, Jesus was hungry. Is it the devil who made him hungry? There are certain things, they are natural. There are certain problems, it comes to you natural. It is not the devil that caused it. Hallelujah. If a man falls in love with you and you fall in love with him and you love yourself too much and then go to a place the love has now suffice. Now he doesn't like you again. And he come and say that, you know something, I loved you so much and now I don't, you know something, I think we should break this relationship. Don't go and say that the devil is a liar. The devil wants to destroy this marriage too. There's one the devil wants to destroy. But when he come and tell you that you know something, I don't have anything for you and we have to break it. It's nothing of the the devil. Um, On If the lady says, I don't like you again, don't force it on the devil. Sometimes he take credits where he does not have to take credit. Because we overestimated him. Yes, the devil has power, but the devil has just a fraction of God's power. The power you and I carry, the devil don't have it. Amen. Bible said that God gave him power, he was an anointed cherub, he was just an anointed cherub. But you and I, the Bible said that he breathed on us. And if the spirits that raised Christ from the death, if that spirit dwell in you, that spirit are quicken your mortal bodies. And Paul said in Romans, So henceforth, who is that? What is that? Who can separate us? From the love of God, and he said that neither sin or death, and the two powers of Satan is sin and death. For the wages of sin is death. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory, every soul that sin shall. But God said that if the spirit that's quick in Jesus' body is in us that spirits are quick our mortal bodies, neither sin nor death can separate us from the love of God. Ladies and gentlemen, who do you see powerful? Is it the devil who is sinful or the devil bring death? Or the god who's spiritual is in us. Listen to us. He said and after creating all men, he lay us down. Everything that God created, he formed them and he said, Let them be. Angels, he said, let them be. And they were angels. Who became rebellion? He just called them, let them be. Satan, he created it. Let there be. He appeared. And he gave him anointing and made him anointing children. But when he came to man, the Bible said that he took his time. He formed us. He fashioned us. He designed us and after he finished he didn't say let them be after he finished he said that in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god and the word was god he that was in the beginning he he that we behold of his glory it is he that was one became flesh and dwell among men and god said that, for he is the spirit of creation without him nothing was created and everything that was created was created by him and god said and now i will breathe my spirit Unto the nostrils. And you know the spirit was breathing. The spirit of creation. The spirit of power. The spirit of God. The spirit of the Holy Spirit. Everything he breathed unto man. And the Bible said, a man became a living soul. The devil is not a living soul. He's a spiritual being without body. So the Bible said that the heavens belongs to God. That means the heavens belongs to spiritual bodies. But the earth has given to man. The earth belongs to water. Physical bodies. And you know who we are? Man is the trichotomy of God. Let me explain. Man has a body so we can live in this body and we can enjoy this earth. Man has a soul. We can think. We can reason man has a spirit we can create We can command. We can cause to be. The devil doesn't have a soul. The devil doesn't have it. He's only a spiritual being. So when he comes to the surface of the earth between us and the devil, when he comes physical, we have a physical body to face him. When he comes soulish, we have a mind to think against him. When he comes spirit, we have the spirit of God to fight him. In all ways, we are more than a conqueror. Who can condemn the chosen of the Lord? Who can defeat who the Lord has anointed? For we are born by the Spirit. We are created by the Spirit he that is in us uh, is powerful greater let them enchant uh, let them divine uh, let them orchestrate uh, let them work against us. for there shall be no enchantment uh, against the sons of jacob uh, because uh, it is not that they are special they carry power they carry spirit uh, they carry god listen to me ladies and gentlemen we are powerful than satan Don't overestimate him. One day the Bible said Elijah was in his room doing his morning devotion. Indoro kapai, my God, then the enemies masha against him. Then Gehazi came out. And saw the enemies around. Say, my God, we are dead. Went to his boss. Say, boss, you know something? We are dead. He said, what? Go out and see the armies of Syria. They have encamped us, they are going to crush us. The boss came out. He said, you know something? You are just using the first dimension of your creation, you are seeing the physical. You are sitting in the bodily form. They have come to us in the bodily form. But I want to show you that you see This battle is not only what you see It is in the spiritual realm But I want to tell you that see We are going to face them in the realms So the Bible said he prayed And the servant's eye opened And when the eyes opened He saw a host of angels The armies of God surrounded them He said my God I didn't know that those who are for us Are more than those who are against us Sometimes it looks like The devil is against you It looks like sickness is against you Barrenness is against you. Unemployment is against you. It looks like uh, you are don't have a place to stay. Uh. Poverty is against you. But I'm telling you, listener, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Uh. So that which is against you, uh, it is not poverty, it's not sickness, it is not unemployment, uh. that which is against you, uh, it is the goodness of God that is so direct unto you. Uh. David said, "Listener, I shall walk through the valley of the shadow of Death, and when I get there, I will fear no death. The last power, the last contender of Satan, according to First Corinthians chapter 15. Oh, death, where is your sting? That is the last power of Satan. And David said, When I come face to face with the last contender of Satan, I will fear no death. You know the reason? Because your staff and your rod they comfort me they comfort me and when i look at my back goodness and mercy they follow me ladies and gentlemen those who are for us are more than those who are against us at my left hand is the staff of god at my right hand is the rod of god at my back left is goodness at my back front is mercy when I fall left it's mercy when I fall right it's goodness when I go down the staff brought me when I go this way the rod brought me all my ways I shall praise the lord because he is with me I want somebody to give him a shout because satan has fallen I feel like preaching to somebody this year satan will come when he come with poverty tell him that by he became poor that I shall become richer when he came with sickness look at him and say by his stripes I was healed when the demo look at satan and said whoever lift him up he would draw all men in all my ways I am for the lord when people come against me David said for a thousand shall come against me and ten thousand against me but with my eyes, uh, will I see the defeat uh, of my enemies? Ah, I feel like shouting uh, because God is on the throne uh, and Satan is defeated. Uh, he has no power, he has no place, uh, he has no opportunity, uh, he can't touch me, he can't touch my house, he can't touch my wife, he can't touch my children. Uh, when he try, the rod of God smith him into come on, give him a shout. Don't overestimate him. The Bible says one day Satan has messed up a lady's life and they have arrested a lady. They put the lady before Jesus. They say they are going to stone her because she has committed adultery or whatever you may call it. So they are turning against her. Jesus, just look at them. He looked at them, those who are against the lady. The whole of Israel were against the lady. One woman, single small woman. The whole town was against her. Nobody was for her. Jesus said something. I am not going to say I am for you. But I'm going to put the judgment down. So that between you and your God. And they and their God. They decide the issue. He wrote on the floor. And the Bible said, whoever saw it, they turned their back. Whoever saw it, they turned their back. Jesus said, the first who has never seen before, let him be the first to cast the stone. Everybody turned their back. And Jesus said, the woman who condemns you, neither I nor they go and be made whole. Uh, the Lord uh, has refuge. I came to announce somebody. Uh, they all are against you. Uh, everybody is against you. Uh, everybody is speaking against you. Uh, because Satan has instigated them against you. Uh, but I came to tell you there's a judgment uh, which is called the higher judgment. Uh, there's a judgment uh, who is called the judgment of Jehovah. He's seated at the right hand side of God uh, making intercession for us. Uh, the Bible said uh, he is our great advocate. He's sitting there pleading uh, and making judgment to us. Uh, he will rise on the wall uh, and Satan will turn his back because Satan cannot stand uh, the judgment of God. Uh, I came to announce to one person here that Satan shall come uh, but he's already a loser. He shall come uh, but he's already a defeater. He shall come uh, but he's already a fallen. Come on lift up your hand and shout. Job chapter 1 verse 4 and 9 uh, Let's see. Job said, and his sons will go and feast in their houses, each on his appointed day, and will send and, invite, send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was, when the days of feasting had run their course, that Job will send and sanctify them, and he will rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did. Ladies and gentlemen, did the children curse God? Hello? Did the children curse God? Did Job saw his children cursing God in their heart? Did he see them sinning before God? The Bible said that he said to himself, "He's imagining. perhaps they have done it." The Bible said that it is the Lord who sees the heart of all people, but men look at the outwards. But why should Job think evil for his own children? Why should Job imagine evil for his own children? Why should Job estimate the devil over his own children? Why should Job think a curse? for his own children. Why should Joseph think that his own children are sinning against God? When the children just go to their houses to feast. Brother A will organize a party and all the children will come. They will eat this week. The next weekend, brother C. That is all the boys were doing, inviting their sisters. And chilling. And Job said somewhere, wake up in the following morning, he said, I'm going to sanctify all my children and plead for all of them. Perhaps they have cursed God. Only God knows what you say in your heart in relation to your life and the power of Satan. Some of us in our mind, in our heart we never say anything that will elevate God in our life but all the things we think and imagine are things that will elevate Satan against us. But today I rob that mentality. Today I raise that torch. Today I crash that torch. May you begin to think David said, your word will I meditate day and night. Your word will I hide in my heart that I will brood upon it. You don't meditate on what Satan will do, what Satan can do, and everything you are thinking, and Satan, and Satan, and Satan. Let's, let's see what happened. Let's see what happened. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them now there was a day that means immediately what God, Job was doing my children have cast, my children have done, my children have cast, my children have done and Satan was watching even when the children go to play Job said yes I even when the children are rejoicing Job said I parents be careful how you relate your children's life in connection to satanic activities Satan was watching. So, just as they finished celebrating and God calls executive heaven meeting with all his executive angels, Satan came there. Satan still has access to God. God demoted him from his throne and threw him out of heaven, but God did not bound him from going back into heaven. He goes there, but he only goes to see what is going on. God didn't tell him that don't come to the meeting. He was holding a meeting. He has messed with his sons. That is talking about angels. Has called the angels and was holding an angelic meeting. And Satan also came among them. He also came. Angelic meeting. God was going to think about you and I. Satan was there. That could possibly mean that every plan sometimes God is thinking about that Satan he ate. That is why the guy is always smart. Sometimes he can hit you. God said that this year I'm going to give you such a gracious marriage. Satan has heard it. Oh, so Mr. KYZ is coming. Satan said, oh, okay. Mr. XYZ looks like KYZ. So let me fix this one first. Yeah. Hallelujah. He had it. Then let's move on. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come from? Because God knows where Satan has been going. Amen. God knows where Satan has been operating. Where do you come from? Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth of it. A very busy person. Very busy. You see, some of you, you you don't know how precious you are. You give Satan work. Your small life, or oh, because of your small life, Satan is not sleeping because of you. He is going to and fro, front and back. So every morning, Satan is climbing the staircase to heaven, just going to see, hey, what does God, what does God have to say about, about Abbas? And you go, then he rushed, 30 minutes time. What is Abbas praying and thinking about? What is his next strategy about his life? Then he then he rushed. How is God answering Abbas' prayer that he prays concerning his family? Then he rushed. What is God Abbas doing about his family? He is busy. Busy. Amen. Then it. Then the Lord said to Satan, "Have you considered my servant Job?" Is Job the only person on earth? Why should God mention Job? Because God knows that what? Job has interested in Satan more than him. God has said that. Job fears Satan more than he feared him. So God said that, have you considered my servant Job? And look at what the devil said. He said that, That there is none like him on the earth A blameless and upright man One who fears God and shuns evil That is about Job Okay So let's read 9 So Satan answered the Lord and said Does Job fear God for Nothing It means Job has a reason 10 10 the hedge around him. Around his household and around all that he has. Every side. So Satan know that you know something. If it is a matter of Job it's no problem. Job fear me more than you. But it's because of the protection. Remove it and see. And when God removed the hedge and told Satan that okay you have now access but don't touch the heart of Job. You know what's happened? Satan finish all the children. Because already, Job believed that all his children are in the hands of Satan. Curse is in their heart. The father is thinking that all my children are wayward. Parents, let us consider how we think about our children. Let us consider how we think about people. How we think about our relations. How we think about people who are closer to us. It has opened Satan and God has nothing to do. Because already Satan has estimated, Job has estimated Satan powerful than him. So there was nothing he could do, God could do. God said, okay, go ahead. But don't touch Job's heart. You know something? You have not made a hedge and blessed his work and his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. Eleven. But now, stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said, behold, all that is is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Satan went to carry out his assignment. God said, Satan, you can do everything. But don't touch his heart. Don't touch his life. But remember, Job said, Perhaps my children have cursed God in their heart. And God said, you have access to everything. When Satan came for operation, everything about Job, he could destroy. Because Job believed that in their hearts, there's curses of God inside there. But for Job, because there was nothing like that, he didn't get it the devil will come to the house of those who estimated him powerful than God. And I pray that in this year, you will never estimated Satan. Number four, Satan will rebuke those who are interested in Christian services than godly and holy living. They will rebuke Listen to me, church workers and those of you who are going to join the church workforce, it is good to be a church worker, but your interest must not be in the services. While you are serving God, make sure that your life is also in alignment. Because Satan is not interested in your services. Too. Satan is interested in your life, your relationship with God. I mean, he's not interested. You can be serving God 24-7, but if your relationship with God is not concrete, Satan will kick you off. He can mess you up even though you are serving God. And I pray that none of us will over-evaluate our services to God more than our relationship with God. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1 and 5. I hope you all know it. Then he showed me Joshua the high priest. Standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. The high priest was standing before the Lord. An angel was before him. But Satan was at his right hand to rebook him to oppose him Satan was able to oppose a high priest somebody who does the services of God, the work of God nobody loved the word of God more than pastor amen there's nobody here who loves the word of God more than me I love the word of God more than you I love the work, this is my work, this is my profession this is my career, I'm going on retirement with it, I'll be buried by it Hallelujah. I love it more but the Bible said that as the high priest stood to offer his services the angel was rather standing at his left and Satan was at his right. His place of power has been seized. When you are serving God with all interest, with a wrong and, 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 and a bad relationship with the Lord, Satan is in control of your power. Even though you will be serving God but you have no power. Amen. Listen. Power from God is not derived from service. But anointing for service is derived from serving. So you can serve faithfully, you can serve good. You will attract the anointing. But the power. And listen, the difference between power and anointing is not when people are falling down. The anointing can make people fall down, but the power is the results after they're falling down. Amen. Amen. But when you fall down in church, when you cry in church, when you shake in church, when you whistle in church, when something hits you and lose your balance in church, and you return, you go home and you see that your life has changed. That is power. There are some of you, as you started coming to this church, your Christian life has become better. You couldn't pray, now you can pray. You couldn't worship, now you can worship. You didn't give now, you can give. You love God. Some of you, you have talent and gift, it dies, but now it has resurrected again. Some of you, things were troubling you, things were messing you up. But you see that those things have run away. It is called what the power of God, not the anointing. That's what anointing. Anybody can do it, but the power that is why I love Paul. He said, When we came to you, we didn't come to you with the with the with the with the with the oratory with the uh, with the eloquence of human wisdom, but we came to you with the Demonstration of what power, the Holy Spirit, and power that which transforms life, power transforms, power breaks and transforms. That is why, when we put the power on now, you see that what the bulb that was playing, all of a sudden, it will begin to light. And when you begin to light, the room will be transformed. Darkness will make way to lights. Is power, it transforms. Amen. Meanwhile, there's anointing. There's anointing. The anointing is, there's the presence of power in the cable. But, the bulb is not shining. But when you put it on, and then the, the current begin to generate power, you begin to see so sometimes, you can be serving God, but when your relationship with God is not concrete, you will be anointed, but there will be no power. The high priest was anointed. Angel was by him. Maybe it's one of the prophets. You know, the prophets who said, that, yes, today I've come. I see an angel here. I see angel here. But we have to be careful. The Bible said that there was an angel at the left, but there was Satan at the right. Be careful the angels that appear to pastors. There was what? Angel at his left and Satan was at his right. The high priest did not see. And he was still operating. Maybe that day he was prophesying. He was demonstrating. He was doing everything. People were falling. But Satan was standing there. And was serving the Lord. Let's read. And you say what? He said, Then, And the Lord said to Satan, May the Lord speak to any Satan around your life. I said, may the Lord speak to any devil around your life. May the Lord speak to any Lucifer around your life. Any satanic agent. Any satanic principality. Any satanic entity. Around your house. Around your family. Around your marriage. Your wife, your children. Around your business. Your finances. Your health. May fire fall on them. This year, any Satan that will come around you. Pretending to be an angel. The Lord will crush them. Yeah. The Lord will smash them. The Lord will break them. And the Lord said to Satan. The Lord will break you. Satan. The Lord said the Lord will break you. So to the Lords, Amen. To the Lord. The first the Lord is the God the Father. And second The Lord is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord the Father does not have anything to do with Satan on earth. The Lord the Father finished Satan in heaven. Satan and his angel fought. And the Bible said that they fought God and Michael and his angels together they fought and God cast him out of his estate. So God the Father handles Jesus. The Lord the Father handles Satan in the heaven. But on the earth, Satan is in the hands of the Lord the Son. That is why God said the Lord said to Satan, May the Lord rebuke you. So that on earth he said, May Jesus rebuke you. May Jesus rebuke every devil around your life. May Jesus rebuke every Satan around your life. May Jesus rebuke every spiritual devils around your life in Jesus' name. And he said that the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from fire? Let's read. Now Joshua was clothed with what? dirty, filthy garment and was standing before the angel. He was doing services but his presence was filthy. God could not come closer to him. He was working, but he was filthy. Hallelujah. May you never be filthy before God this year. May you never dirty yourself before God this year. When God comes to your aid, may God come and find you prepared for him, well dressed for him, well-refined for him, well-sanctified for him. Listen, every day, wash yourself with the blood of Jesus. Every day, wash yourself with the blood of Jesus. So that Satan will never have the opportunity. And those who serve, make sure that you don't serve than your relationship with God. Don't carry along your service. Some of us, our services overtakes our time. We don't even pray. We don't pray. How many of us church workers, in the morning you pray before you come to do you read your Bible before. You meditate before. Some of us, early Sunday morning, as soon as we wake up, we are in a rush because we have to go and serve. We have to go and usher. We have to go and sing. We have to be, in the morning, we are in a rush to come and serve. Forgetting that, we wake up in the night with all sorts of filth. We went to sleep with all sorts of jams in our mind. We went to un- un- unholy places. We saw unholy things. We hold unrighteous things, stuff. And in the morning, instead of what purify, purging ourselves before we go to serve, the service is so interesting. So we'll be in the house of God serving, but God is no close with us. It shall never be your portion.